You're listening to Customer Experience Insights. I'm your host, Scott Nagel. I'm part of our influencer marketing team here at Genesis and lead our consultant program globally. I've been thinking about producing a podcast with Be My Eyes for a while. Then, in September, Genesis, in a press release, stated that it is the first and only customer experience vendor to provide accessible experiences through Be My Eyes, the mobile app and largest global community for the visually impaired. Together, the companies are giving visually impaired people brand new tools to more easily navigate customer service. So you're in for a treat. I was able to interview Will Butler from Be My Eyes and Eric Thomas, our Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer here at Genesis. We had a highly interactive discussion that I hope you will find informative, encouraging, and motivating. Here's our conversation. All right, thank you both for being here today. We're going to start, and I'd like each of you to just tell us about yourself and your role at your company, and we'll start with you, Will. Yeah, my name's Will Butler, and I am our VP of Community at Be My Eyes. All right, and Eric? Hi, uh, Eric Thomas, and I have the privilege of being uh, the first Chief Diversity Officer, or actual, I think my title is Global Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer at Genesis. Very good. Thank you both. So to kick things off, in case some of our listeners don't know what Be My Eyes is, what can you tell us about Be My Eyes and your company, Will? Yeah, so so Be My Eyes is a free mobile app. We released it about six and a half years ago, and it allows anyone anywhere in the world to join and support those who are blind or have low vision with any number of really simple daily tasks be it um, something uh, straightforward like reading text off of a label or maybe something a little more complicated that might take an expert. Yeah, and, and so for, for us, the partnership with Genesis and the Be My Eyes, uh, Scott, is, is one of, a first of one of its kind. Um, we, one of the first things we did was integrate the application with our Genesis contact center solution. So it passes on those same capabilities that Will just uh, provided, or it enables those capabilities with each of the agents with our customers' customers. So uh, that allows them to provide that type of, uh, you know, empathy and action-oriented experience. This just takes it to a whole nother level. And then internally, you know, we are have adopted uh, the, the platform as part of our DEI portfolio, which is allowing us to move into the realms of accessibility. And we are, you know, have a campaign, an ongoing campaign to galvanize all 6,000 plus of our employees to become volunteers and join, I think, what is it, Will, uh, five and a half million or so uh, global volunteers that, that uh, across the WMI's community. That's right. That is enormous amount of volunteers. Will, how did you get so many volunteers? How long did it take to build that type of group? It's huge. I mean, it has been remarkable to watch hundreds of thousands of volunteers pouring in every month, practically signing up for BMIs because they want to do something good with their smartphone. It is almost entirely spread through word of mouth and social media. And it's only in the last couple of years that we've started inviting companies to come on and like... Eric said, galvanize that support within the company to get everybody at the company volunteering for BMIs as well. So that's been a huge 
boost to it as well. That's great. You know, I was just thinking, could you just describe kind of a typical scenario where a volunteer helps a blind person in a situation just so we can understand, like, how do they even know is an alert on an app on their phone? And then I know that's kind of a generic question, but tell, tell us just so we can kind of visualize it. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's simple, but we've worked hard to make it simple, right? So if you have the Be My Eyes app installed on your phone as a volunteer, you're going to get a push notification. It, there's no telling quite when. It'll be during the daytime hours between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. But the push notification is going to say someone needs some assistance. You swipe on the notification, and if you're fast enough, you'll be connected with that user who's searching for someone to assist them. If you're not fast enough, someone else will answer, but that's part of the beauty of Be My Eyes is that if you're not available, there's always going to be someone else to catch the call. So we have hundreds of Genesis employees signed up on call. You know, they go about their day as normal, but occasionally on some random day of the week, one of them might answer a Be My Eyes call and in about two to three minutes, sometimes less, sometimes more, uh, help someone out with a barrier, an accessibility barrier in their, in their life. And that's about it. And the call ends and both people go on with their day, hopefully happier than they were before. And am I picturing it that the person that is blind now uses their phone, maybe to point at something that the other person can see? Is that what's happening? That's right. It's a, it's a one-way video, two-way audio connection. So imagine like a FaceTime call, except you are directing the user as to where to point their camera. So if they want to see the expiration date, you're going to tell them, okay, flip the can around and point it at the top of the lid. And That's great. That, and, then, and then you see it clear as day and read off the expiration date. They say thanks. And it might've only taken 30 seconds, but you might've saved them an hour of, of their life. No, it's just ingenious. It's great. Listen, my next Scott, I, I can oh, go ahead. Eric. If I, no, I was just going to say, I can, I can testify that, that, that the application truly is that simple. I took my first call um, uh, at the, and I think it was a couple of weeks ago as part of our uh, efforts here at Genesis. And I got an individual, the person wasn't completely blind. They were sight impaired. It was enough to where they were having challenges reading uh, a label and they were trying to purchase uh, something at a pharmacy. And so I got, I got the call came through, I hit accept, I guess I was quick enough to be where I could actually be the, the receiving person to, to assist the individual and had a, a brief introduction, very cordial type thing. I, I probably went on the phone with the individual more than a minute. It literally maybe took 40, 50 seconds at, at best. And that included the, the cordial exchanges. And the person just needed help reading the label and making sure that they were uh, picking up what they came to get. They had a coupon for a particular product. I helped them with that and also was able to let them know, hey, actually this says if you buy this, you get an extra one free, so make sure you grab a second one. That's and so it great. Really that, it, it was really that simple. Oh man, it, it kind of gives me chills. It's just such a cool way of helping people at any time. So, you know, I think Eric, you touched on this, but I wanted to ask why the partnership between the two companies and what does that bring to customers? Oh, I, I think when you when you think about um, where we're headed, Genesis as a company and the type of experiences that we are working to enable our customers to provide their customers and, and you're charting a whole new path with experience as a service, it's anchored in the concept of em empathy. 
and empathy in action. And I think, uh, you know, ensuring that we are enabling our customers to provide their customers with an experience that's efficient and effective. We, we kind of got to the nature of what the challenge was that they wanted to get resolved and we did it in a way that, you know, we got, it, got them in and out in a very efficient way, but also that we left them with the type of experience that will make them want to come back and be repeat customers, right? Um, and that's where the empathy comes in. And I think that having the Be My Eyes application as a part of that experience takes it to a whole nother level because now you have a, a contingency of a, of a customer base who probably don't traditionally have not gotten this level of support and have been challenged with making good decisions around whether they actually want to purchase a product, if they want to do business with this company, or if they're going to be forced to go somewhere else where someone will be more amenable to helping them because there are challenges with how they, they are having to, uh, with accessibility in terms of exposure to the product and how they purchase it or how they buy it. And I think this, again, I mentioned it earlier, this is one of the first of its contact partnerships. And it's something that Genesis is, is pushing, you know, to bolster kind of that empathy and action, which is the cornerstone of how we, how we were designed for our products to, to deliver uh, these types of services for our customers' customers. No, I love it. My next question, I thought through it is kind of long, so I'm going to read it to you, but very important. Here it is. How are accessibility and DE&I more and more intertwined with not only customer needs, but also customer expectations? Now, especially when we talk about it in the context of an experience-driven economy where our consumers are leading and even designing the experiences they want. Yeah, I'll take a stab at that, Will, and, and maybe you can chime in and, and with what you're seeing, uh, having more runtime, particularly with how this application has been administered across multiple partners. Um, you know, I, I go back to the the call I took, and let's just use that as a use case for a quick second. You know, that individual without the benefit of the BMIs application or something that helps them manage whatever, however they're differently abled, Without having that level of accessibility incorporated into that experience, that individual will probably just go somewhere else, right? And so you have the experience that the individual is having it themselves, which we want them to have a great experience. The brand, the business wants them to have that type of experience because they want to, to have repeat customers. And the opposite side of it is a, there's a cost opportunity for the brand by not having, you know, accessibility because folk will probably just go else, go elsewhere to purchase, make that purchase or get whatever solution that they're seeking. And I think we're, we're living in a day and age where when you see more and more energy being placed behind diversity initiatives, more and more energy being placed behind meeting people where they are and allowing, accepting folk for the, for to be the, the allowing them to be their authentic selves and, and having a sense of belonging. You're seeing more of that permeate into the service industry. And it's at a point where it's, it's almost not even acceptable anymore for it to, to, to have a poor service experience because folks know I'll go somewhere else where people are actually being more intentional about delivering that type of service. Absolutely. Will, what do you think? Completely agree. Uh, I mean, if you have, you know, 15% of the world's population has a disability. And if you are aware of that, which now you are, and as a business, you decide not to make your products accessible or not to provide accessible channels, that's a, that's a form of discrimination. I mean, it's passive. It's a passive form of discrimination, but it, 
you're nonetheless leaving out 15% of the population. If you look at the reason why DE&I is so important for business, it's because, you know, DE&I, it's not just the right thing to focus on, but it diversity, equity, and inclusion makes companies more innovative, makes them more competitive, and it makes them stronger. And, um, and so uh, if you're looking for that variety of perspectives, uh, having the perspectives of that 15% of the world is is crucial. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I understand that we did something. It was a global Genesis volunteer day and it went pretty well. <laughs> so tell us about that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Will. No, go I was ahead. just going to say, Oh my gosh, you guys did such a great job. I've, it was, it was an amazing day. Um, Eric, what, what was your takeaway? Oh, I, I thought it was a great experience. Like I mentioned, I had my own personal experience, which was eye-opening for me because I signed up as one of the volunteers and was actually had the privilege of taking a call. But what we did was for uh, national uh, October is uh, International uh, Diversity Awareness Month. And we had a number of, of programming events that we bringing and creating awareness of through the various diversity initiatives uh, across Genesis, one of which was coming right off of the, the tell, tailwind of, of signing this partnership would be my eyes. And we leveraged uh, October uh, or Diversity Awareness Month to push the campaign of getting our employees engaged. And I think we kicked it off in, in very early October, late September, and we gave folk roughly 15 or so days to get signed up. And we had a drumbeat of reminders. And then on, on uh, October 26th, which was uh, the last Tuesday of the month, we had what we called an International Day of Service, where we were asking everyone to be prepared after signing up as a volunteer to take calls. Now, I don't have the numbers with me. I should have came better prepared today, but I know uh, from the last readout I received that we had hundreds of, of employees, many of them among our leadership ranks because they were leading by example, signing up as volunteers and a great majority of them uh, took calls on that day. Uh, some of them took calls in multiple languages because we've got some very talented people at Genesis who speak multiple languages. And so, it, it, you know, it, it was just, it was a phenomenal experience to, to, to see, be able to do something like that in unison around the globe. That's excellent. Yeah. The last time I checked, we had going on 300 Genesis employees. I think you guys were covering like 20, more than 20 languages. So yeah. pretty cool to see, to see that much participation and to know that that many people are going to have an experience of um, accessibility and, and seeing, seeing through someone else's perspective. You know, if a listener wants to volunteer, what do they do, Will? Super simple. You just go to your app store or your Google Play store, type Be My Eyes, it's three words, and take your first call, sign up as a volunteer, and, and, and think about how wherever you work might benefit from having that same accessibility channel in their contact centers or with their customer experience. Well, what can we look forward to moving forward with this partnership? I think from, from, uh, on a Genesis end, you're going to see this partnership open up new apertures for our DEI office in terms of how we're looking at accessibility, uh, not just through uh, you know folk who are, are sight impaired, 
but for other individuals with different types of disabilities. Uh, coming just off the tail end of signing this agreement, we, we now have turned and worked with our HR operations team and we, you can now uh, submit for a reasonable accommodation if you have a disability at Genesis, right? Uh, something new, again, as we continue to evolve our DEI efforts. And then we're also gonna be looking at our tech work partnering with our talent acquisition team and to Will's point, trying to figure out how we can be more intentional with tapping into that 15%, the talent base that's among that 15%, to have them come in and, and be a part of the, the amazing uh, growth and, and um, uh, experiences that we're having at Genesis. So it's, it's the tip of the iceberg for us when, when, you start, when you're thinking about how access, the role accessibility plays in our DEI uh, initiatives. I love it. How about you, Will? I mean, that sounds great to me. Yeah, I, we've got so many awesome companies now providing Be My Eyes support in their contact centers and it's tech support, it's food support, it's, co- it's pharmacy support, it's, it's COVID tests and vaccines. Um, and I just can't wait to see all the, all the, all the Genesis customers um, joining in because we've made it so, so simple for them to do so. It's great. Listen, my final question for both of you is just kind of a free for all. Is there anything we haven't covered that you'd like to share with our listeners? Start with you, Will. I mean, I, I think it's sort of it's sort of to what Eric mentioned earlier, which is, you know, he answered this call from someone and immediately realized they weren't completely blind. Um, and I think that's a huge take home from these conversations about diversity and equity and inclusion is like no one is just one thing or one total thing that we're all some of many different parts. And we all have a little bit of of, you know, we all have different experiences and we all exist on a spectrum of ability or disability or um and and so i think it's important for folks to realize that when we build these sorts of programs we're building them for everyone not just a a select few awesome and um eric yeah you know i i think we'll you know hit the nail on the head it is about intersectionality i think diversity takes on such a broad spectrum that you know we're, we're not just one thing right folk can be visually impaired, but you may also be a member of a a marginalized group at the same time. And I think, you know, as we continue to evolve this work, just just in this space of diversity, equity, and inclusion, that we we account for the fact that we lead with empathy and inclusion first, and how we're developing products and solutions. You know, if you think about Genesis, you know, creating a new market category and wanting to be the leader of empathy as a service, I think it starts with understanding, you know, the various challenges that folk face on the front of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and and that it's, you know, it's, we're not just one thing. Folk are differently abled in different ways, and leading with that mentality helps us determine how we position our products and solutions, and even how we deliver it to our customers. Fantastic. Well, it's been awesome to have you both on here. I've learned so much. It's such a great thing we're doing together. So listen, Will, Eric, thank you so much for joining us, giving us the time. Thank you, Scott. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks for uh, having me. And Will, I, I really appreciate the partnership. It's always, yeah, always good to chat. Thank you, Eric. Thanks for everything. Thanks. All right. I hope you learned a lot and came away realizing that having a contact center that's inclusive isn't nearly as difficult as it may seem. If you have any questions about Be My Eyes, our partnership with them, or anything related to Genesis, 
don't hesitate to contact us. You can reach us via email at consultantrelations at genesis.com. Or please reach out to your Genesis channel manager or account executive. Thanks again for joining us. Have a great day.